Hello and welcome to Super Talk. My name is Spiros. And I'm Kim. And we're going to talk about Supergirl Season 2, Episode Number 2. I don't know what the title of this one is. Nope, don't know either. Oh well, doesn't matter. Gotta start by saying I nailed it last episode. We talked about Metallo and how I figured the DEO kryptonite was somehow going to be the kryptonite that was the source of his power. And sure enough... I was right. Metallo was crypto-powered, and it came from the DEO, and this leads to uh, some ramifications for the DEO and for John and Superman's relationship. But, how'd this episode start out? What do you think about the episode in general, actually? Eh. <laughs> Is that what you can say every time I ask you eh. what you thought about an episode? Eh. This I don't think this episode was as strong as no, the first episode of the season. No, definitely. This was... I thought it was a good episode, but it wasn't it great. tied up loose ends. It, it tied up loose ends. It to number three, which will be good. Right. But compared to one, it was just... Eh. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't the strongest episode. I think what it was doing was kind of setting even more solidly the themes of the season. Um, you know... Cat finding, or not, I'm sorry, not Cat, but Kara, like, you know, finding her new way, her new place, and, and continuing to grow as a person, um, setting up the the move of Cat leaving the show. But with Kara growing as a person this episode, I mean, she it didn't have anything to do with that, I didn't think, because she was, like, glomming on to everyone else, you know? Right. There but... was nothing her going, hey, this is new and different, and it's going to be me. It was... I want to be with Clark, so I'm going to move to Metropolis and be with him because I need to be with him, and and I can't be my own self. And then I'm going to become a reporter because Kat was a reporter, so I'm not going to become my own self. Oh, and so is Clark, so I don't know what I'm really doing. So this one, I felt no growth for her at all. Well, I I mean, at the very end, there was like a teeny tiny little bit, but I mean, I agree with you. Throughout the whole episode, she was basically getting knocked around by life, so to speak, right? Because it was all about, the theme of this episode really was all about change and then the power of the team. But the change was the big thing because we have Kat leaving. We have uh, her being introduced to her new boss, who has probably the best name. (laughs) Snapper Car. Snapper Car. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So this is her new reporter boss. He's awesome. And he's awesome, and he does not take a liking to her. So she's (laughs) dealing with the same sort of difficulties that were sort of presented in season one of her, you know, first starting to work with Kat Grant, where Kat was pretty merciless towards her. And and while their relationship clearly warms up throughout the end of season one, uh, you know, this guy is really frosty with her. And he makes, makes it clear that he doesn't like her and he isn't going to like her. But but it's but all... the reason why he doesn't like her is because she was just given this job and he's like, hey, sweetie, you can't just be given something and, you know, expect for people to respect you and, you know, for you to have the actual chops to be a, a journalist. Right, right. And he's absolutely right about that. I mean, you know, she walks in there expecting to be, you know, oh, I'm a reporter now. And, and what he said about it was fantastic. He's like, you know, this is not a Facebook status update. Mm-hmm. In other words, you can't just say you're a reporter and suddenly be a reporter. So I really like that he held her to that. And he was, I mean, he was merciless on her. He he didn't give her an inch. Even at the very end, he barely gave her an inch. But I don't think he's probably going to give anyone an inch. You know, exactly. I can't see him doing that to any of his journalists. You know, he's just that type of a person, which is fine. He's the cantankerous journalist, (laughs) which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to to how he is going to fit as her boss, her new boss in the series, uh, because he's now her direct boss. And James is going to be taking over Kat's 
role since Kat is going on a leave of absence. Okay, so how did Jimmy get that role? Because isn't he just a photographer? Isn't that his job? Since, I mean, this is like a company. He is going to be running a company. I just, I don't understand. I mean, he's like, we need to give him something else to do, so let's let him, you know what I mean? What qualifications does he have as a photographer to run a huge company? Well, he, I mean, to be fair, he's more than a photographer. He was the, he's a photojournalist, which is a little bit different, <laughs> and he was doing other things for Cat. I mean, there was like a teeny oh, tiny bit of it, but please. I agree with you. I mean, this is clearly, you know, shuffling things around. This is still sort of shaking out the new status quo with Supergirl at the CW and having to deal with the fact that Calista Flockhart isn't going to move to Vancouver. And so she's not going to be part of the show, except maybe as a guest uh, periodically. And and that's the most disappointing part about the move to the CW. You, I mean, you're right. You know, he doesn't have any obvious qualifications for this job. <laughs> at all. <laughs> and the thing is, I mean, that's kind of disappointing is like um, Snapper is just like in Kat's position and then they're like, oh, Kat's position is open, so we need to throw someone in it. So let's just throw Jimmy because he's here, and what else are we going to do with him this season? Well, there's actually something coming for Jimmy, and this was teased out already online uh, in, oh. in news. We read online, do we? <laughs> well, of course mm-hmm. we do. <laughs> so Jimmy is going to become uh, the Guardian. Jimmy's basically going to take on his own superhero mantle as a way to deal with all of the stuff he's dealing with, whether it's, you know, the breakup with Kara, the new role, whatever it is, he's going to be a superhero as well. Now, How's going to be clear, a superhero? What's his superpowers? Superpower is going to be putting on a costume and getting out there oh, and trying to kick some butt. Seriously? Yeah, I kind of no. agree. I think, there's, I think there's definitely some problems with Everyone that. in the world <laughs> doesn't need to be a superhero. Right. I mean, come on. People need... You need other things. <laughs> you need more wins, not... Win, as in the character, not... <laughs> Although we could use a lot more win, because yeah. I, for me, he was like the saving grace I know. of this episode. That's the only reason why I liked, why I didn't go, ugh. <laughs> because Win was like, his one-liners were awesome, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I absolutely agree with you, and I think um, that just bolsters your point that Jimmy is kind of a second-rate replacement for Cat because Cat mm-hmm. it has been a fabulous, fabulously strong character... Without being a superhero. Yeah. And without having to be a superhero, right? Like, she does what she does and does it with gusto and flair and presence and everything else. And and Jimmy is, I guess, just as much trying to find himself as everybody else is in this show. And and now he's going to become the superhero, which I agree, I feel, is a bit weak. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, but... I mean, this is this is not this is not at all teased in this episode. This is just you know news that has been pouring out online. The central conflict of this episode is uh, Metallo and dealing with Metallo, who, as I as we said, has this kryptonite core uh, that is his power source. And the beginning of this episode starts with Super Superman and Supergirl basically. You know, uh, party, party, partying around National City, and by partying around, I <laughs> like mean what? they're running around and they're they're saving yeah. everybody and everything, yeah. and putting out all the fires and stopping all the robbers yeah. and, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, the the tension between John Johns and Superman is amped up a little bit from the very beginning of the episode, and everybody's kind of at on edge because Superman is there and he's kind of disrupting the status quo. Yeah, but. After all of the sort of we're saving the day things settled down, then we get Metallo introduced to us. One funny thing before we continue on to Metallo. Yeah. um, When they were doing all their 
super fighting together at the beginning. Um, they shoot at uh, Superman and, and Supergirl, too, both of them. Right. And then this amused me. Superman's like, if the bullets don't work, why the punching? I've never un- understood that. Because right, then afterwards, he tries to yeah, punch him. The guy empties his gun on Superman's hand. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. There was funny one-liners in this one. That right. was amusing. But it didn't have, like, a solid sort of thread of cohesiveness I felt. No. We kind of jumped back and forth. It right? did. Like we got a little bit of the Rando Kryptonian. Yeah. We're assuming he's Kryptonian still. That's not actually been made clear but he came in the Kryptonian pod. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of the all we know about him now is that he's been like diverting all the power at the DEO to himself periodically which is apparently helping him cellular regenerate. Yeah. He does the electrical energy to do cellular regeneration. To, yeah. Cellular yeah. regeneration. So chemical like, energy is what they said. Electrical okay. to chemical energy to repair himself cellularly. So, science. Science! <laughs> Which is about Yay. on par with the science of Supergirl Don't know if so it's far. correct science, but science. Right. And and uh, Metallo, a.k.a. Um, I can't remember his name. Metallo is introduced. Corbin? And Corbin, yeah. Uh-huh. And he and Superman Supergirl get into a fight. And he basically kicks their butts yeah. because he's got kryptonite. The best part of that fight was in order to basically get away, Superman essentially just drop kicks Metallo. <laughs> and he goes like flying <laughs> off of this bridge yeah. out into nowhere and then they run away. And this is where um, Superman carries Kara back to the DEO. And he's all up in John Johns' face because mm-hmm. he's like, kryptonite, I knew it. And and it and he learns then, okay, yes, it was their kryptonite that went missing. The DEO's kryptonite went missing four months ago. Turns up in Metallo's chest. Superman's all ticked off. Now they gotta figure out, you know, what to do. And and one of the one of the things that I thought was cool about this episode, just in the fights, was when Kara um, used her heat vision and essentially melted all of Metallo's flesh yeah, off of his hand. Yeah, you can see his robot hand underneath. Yeah, At so first, I'm like, is that happening? I'm like, oh, that is happening. <laughs> I thought the same okay, thing. Okay, nice. I like it. And that, that was very Terminator, which yeah. I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Now, what, what I think is interesting about Metallo is he's sort of like... Um, Metallo had this metal stuff injected into him, and then apparently they also put this kryptonite core in his chest, which is his power source slash... Weapon, but the the metal in his system is what is it called? Promethium. Promethium. And this is as far as far as I can tell, this is basically like adamantium is in the Marvel universe, yeah, right? So adamantium substance. gives Wolverine his 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 imperviousness, and Metallo has the same kind of thing with this pr- Promethium. Now the thing, like okay, being in the middle of your chest, that's not very flexible when you're shooting at people. I mean, you're pretty much just going chest to chest then. Um, well, I mean, you can point your chest. You can, but, I mean, how many people are really going to do that? It's not practical. Like, later on, I said, why didn't he just, like, drop down and shoot him a little bit lower in the bits, you know? But <laughs> it's not really practical. Why, and is it, I mean, is it an ongoing source? Does it ever get depleted? You know, how does it replenish itself? Well, they're talking about kryptonite in the episode as a radioactive material. So, you know, if it's if it's like any other radioactive material, then it is going to be decaying yeah. at some sort of a time period. But the half-life <laughs> may be something like forever, ever. You know, forever and ever, whatever it is. So okay. and we're if, assuming it doesn't lose its power against them. But, okay, if that's the case, too, then his entire body is not metal. So you're doing something that's super, super, super radioactive with human flesh. And, like, he's getting no 
Nothing. It's radioactive just to Kryptonians. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Okay, I'll allow that. Okay, that's fine. But still. No. No, I agree. And then, too, I mean, why didn't they, like, put it in his fingers or something so he could, like, direct it better when you're shooting it? Because comic books and stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, the, you know, all of this sort of stuff, it's, it's an homage to the characters in the comics. But at the same time... It would be nice to see maybe a little bit more logic yeah. and or change applied to it. I agree. You don't. I mean, you don't have to stick one hundred percent. I mean, not that they are sticking one hundred percent to the comics, but, but you can make some changes, make it better. Right. Right. So they fight Metallo. They come back. Uh, there's a bit of an argument between John Johns and um, Superman. Um, Superman, and then Wynn is put on the job of making new super suits, <laughs> kryptonite resistant super suits for both. Uh, Kara, Superman, and Supergirl, and <laughs> he's like uh, Superman and the Martian. What, how, what do they call him? Martian Man, not Martian Man. Uh, John Johns. What, John Johns. I know, but what else do they call him? I can't think of his something Martian. Name. <laughs> well, no, I, whatever. The Martian Manhunter. Martian. There we go. Martian Manhunter. So he's like Superman and the Martian Manhunter are gonna fight. This is terrible. This is awesome. And I mean, just uh, win. Yeah, win, win for win the win. All the, yeah, win for the win. He had all the best lines in in the episode. And so he's going to make these suits, which isn't going well. And they're trying to figure out, Superman and Supergirl are trying to figure out, okay, how are we going to deal with uh, uh, Metallo? In the meantime, Metallo's back at Cadmus. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, well, one Metallo wasn't enough. Let's make another one. Yeah. And, and so they take another uh, Cadmus operative. And, Who did and, not want to be yeah, changed. Yeah, did not want to be changed. And they make them into Metallo version 2, which is basically the exact same thing as Metallo version 1. So there's two of them. And, uh, and this dude uh, goes and he tears up Metropolis. And what happens is Metallo number 1 in National City, he... This this is this is one of the things I don't like about like these TV shows, and this runs through CSI and everything else, right? They're like, okay, um, kryptonite, or yeah, the kryptonite is no, it wasn't even kryptonite. They analyzed the metal. Oh, yeah, where did they get the metal from? He just touched Super, it, right? Superman like punched him, and some of it scraped off onto On his hands. Yeah, right. So then Superman goes to the Fortress of Solitude. <laughs> And that's where him and John Johns have like a little bonding moment yeah. where they're like, we're sort of arguing, but we're not arguing, but we're arguing. And then he gets the information and finds out this metal is Prometheum. They go back to the DEO headquarters and wins like, Prometheum is right there at the warehouse downtown. <laughs> Element 61. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, which is ridiculous. It's like, ooh, heat signature. There it is. Yeah. And and they go to deal with Metallo again, Superman and Supergirl. And he's like, well, if you're here, that means you're not there with him, which is when Metallo number two is just tearing up Metropolis. Mm-hmm. So they go to Metropolis and Superman's all like moping like, oh, I should have been here. I should have known. I should have. How would you know? Yeah. Like, no how way. would you know there's another well, one? Well, actually, if you're smart, you would have known. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So all throughout this stuff happening, like the super stuff happening, on the flip side of things, Kara is getting beat up by life because she finds out Kat's leaving. She gets her new job and, and her boss doesn't give her that inch. Uh, she finds out Jimmy's going to be the new cat. She ta- she has sister's night with Alex but invites Clark along. <laughs> and then Clark shows up at sister's night and he's like, hey, I got to go. 
No, it's like, we need to talk first, so they're talking, yeah. and then something happens, and then they have to fly off. Well, but as as they're talking, what he's oh, saying yeah, is, I'm leaving, I'm, I'm leaving. going back to Metropolis. And yeah. it wasn't like, you know, this is before Metropolis got tore up, so he was just like, you know, it's time for me to go. Mm-hmm. And, and Kara's all like, you know... I thought you were going to stay a few more days. Right. And then after it's, he leaves. Okay, people. It's not like they don't both have super flight. They can't go visit each other, like, within 10 <laughs> seconds of any time. Right, right. So that part, I'm just... No. Okay. <laughs> and immediately after that, Supergirl Kara is talking to Alex because Alex is still there. They're going to have girl night. And, and Kara's like... I'll move to Metropolis, and then <laughs> Superman and I can be super together there, and everything will be wonderful, and then you won't have to take care of me anymore. And Alex just, like, blows a gasket. She doesn't, like, she doesn't get violently angry at all. I mean, she is, like, calm blowing her gasket, right. which to me is scarier than than <laughs> if someone is raging. Yeah, but she basically scolds Kara, like, mm-hmm. you know. But also, she, Alex is kind of being a little petulant because she's been ignored the whole time that Clark's yeah. been around for the most part. But she's saying, you know, I've given up so much of my life. You know, I could have been a doctor instead I went to you know help aliens so I could help Mm -hmm. you stay hidden and you know we adopted you and I watched out for you for years and I still am and then Clark comes around and two seconds later you're like oh I'm gonna go with Clark instead of you know being with you yeah but then once again when later on when Alex is moping he's like you know suck it up because Family, you know, you it's not about family's there. Story exactly, says. it's about showing up. Exactly, and he and he puts Alex in her place because she needed it as much as Alex needed to put Kara in her place yeah. as well. So this is again, this is like setting up the new status quo for the season and the show, and how soon things are going to settle down is unknown because clearly. I'm thinking- episode three. <laughs> well, yeah, but at the same time, you still have to have you know this this hopefully this growth path for Kara throughout the rest of the season, which is going to be, um, you know, figuring out how to be a reporter and whatever else in her personal life and then challenges of being Supergirl, you know, in her other life. Yeah. Yeah. So one of my favorite lines is win again, because (laughs) after they deal with Metallo number two, tearing up Metropolis, they come back and Superman's like, hey, when are those suits ready? And he says, uh, those suits are very nearly ready, by which I mean they're nowhere near ready at all. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then Supergirl has this revelation, oh, if we work together, we can win. Oh. <laughs> which is... At the point, it's just so trite and just... Exactly. That's oh. exactly what I was thinking. It was kind of trite. It really, really oh. was. Because you have all of this division throughout the whole thing and then it's all of a sudden oh my god if we work together it'll be better well of course it will be better but sometimes you have friction amongst the people that are around you and that's just the reality of life and and the reality of things it is completely but then you have the doctor from Cadmus being like haha they're divided now so we can go and attack yeah and it was just so it was lame it was it was was really lame it did not have a strong storyline at all it was it was super weak it felt like a a, I'm gonna say a second I don't know. It felt like a small child wrote that. And I'm just like, that's bad writing, people. Bad. I agree. That It was it was oh. very bad writing because, you know, the division was, was we'll set up a second Metallo, we'll rip up Metropolis, and all of a sudden Clark is, like, beating himself up because he wasn't there. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, he can be all the time in one place. It's just not possible. No. So, so then Cadmus is all like that. And I agree. That was terrible, terrible storytelling. And... They go back and Wynn now has some suits ready. 
pretty much just a well, breastplate. It's just a breastplate in the shoe. But it works fine because Metallo dude can't move at all and only, you know, shoot forward. That's right it. Right into the chest plate. So, <laughs> that's what I said, you know, kneel down and get him other places. Yeah. Come on. Uh, they fight. Um, my other favorite part, like there was some actual really cool visuals in this There episode. was. There was good fights in this episode. Yeah, you know, fights. sometimes the fights are kind of boring. Mm-hmm. And they're just there. Mm-hmm. You know, like we said last, last I iPod. <laughs> last episode. <laughs> Thank you. Last episode. You know, we watch it a lot for the relationships, and you know, sometimes the fights are just like, okay, whatever, blah blah blah. But this one, the fights, the fights were, were really good. made the show, yeah. along with Win, because mm-hmm. that first one, you know, the burning off of his flesh and showing like the the Terminator hand, and then you know, Superman body checking him, that drop was funny. kicking him out. That was funny. Um, you know, and the last fight was the other really good fight, and this is where they have their shields. The, the part of the fight that was lame is what you were talking about, where they have the shields and the metallos just, like, shoot them right in the shield. And they, they don't bother to shoot them anywhere else with the kryptonite, it, just in the shielded area. But the, 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 the death blows of these fights were awesome. So you had teamwork being Superman with the Martian Manhunter in Metropolis fighting Metallo number two, while simultaneously back in National City, you have Supergirl and Alex... Uh, in a jumped-up exoskeleton, kind of like in, was it Aliens, when, when Sigourney Weaver jumped into the big yeah. mechanical thing and crushed the alien head? So she's but, like, Alex is in, like, this powered exoskeleton. But didn't they use it in season one? They used it yeah. for some episode. Yeah, they yeah. used it back in season one. Yeah. So this isn't, like, the a same brand new thing. thing. Yeah. But it's it's an exoskeleton that gives her, you know, more power, more strength, mm-hmm. more whatever. And they're, they're beating on Metallo number one, the original Metallo. And back in, in Metropolis... You have super. They both sort. Both fights mirror each other, of yeah. course. And in both fights, Which I'm sick both of that of already. The shields they get, need to stop that. I know. Uh, they need to stop that. Yeah. Both both of the shields get to a fail point, and it looks like, oh my god, they're going down, and they're mm. going to get hurt, and everything. But then their teamwork partner comes in and saves the day. You've got John Johns, who literally like sticks his arm through awesome. Metallo number two <laughs> and like rips that. out the kryptonite <laughs> core. Yeah, that was good. And I was like, whoa, did they just kill him? But no, but I no. think he's still alive. Even though he's got like a big gaping hole he's in still his alive. chest, he's still alive. <laughs> which is amazing. Yeah, because but... Superman's like, we're going to take you downtown. He didn't yeah. say that, but basically he's like, you know, you're going to jail kind of. Exactly. I can't remember his exact line. but uh, And then back in National City, uh, Alex takes a, a, like a big old pipe yeah. and chucks it like a spear right through Metallo Number 1's kryptonite core. Mm-hmm. Looked to me like he was, he was dead. dead. You saw the stuff oozing out of the end of the pipe. Yeah. Which, that was cool, too. Yeah, so, like, those visuals were pretty wicked yeah. for Supergirl. Mm-hmm. And, and I really like those. And then Supergirl, like, picks up Metallo Number 1's dead head and looks at the eyes, which are, like, flickering to indicate that there are cameras in there. And she's like, do you see me? I'm coming for you, Cadmus. I'm coming for you. I just didn't feel it. I, yeah. <laughs> I it didn't was... feel like she was coming for him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um... Not saying that she's not a good actress, because she is, but I, she, yeah, there wasn't heat behind that to me. Yeah, I agree. The, again, this episode was not the strongest episode of of, of the two, two. Yeah, of the two that we've seen. <laughs> Obviously, you know, we're not giving up on the show, no. but this definitely could have had better writing, a little bit better acting. It is good that Superman is leaving for now. Um, another teaser from the, the Tales of the Interwebs is that... Um, nothing anytime soon, like nothing at all in development, but they're, they're saying that there is a possibility of Superman having his own show. 
But as of right now, the focus is with him in this world of Supergirl. Obviously not as the main focus, but he's obviously going to show up. Superman doesn't need his own show. He's got tons of movies (laughs) and other shows. Well, I mean, Tyler is a way better Superman than, than the writing has allowed... Um, I can't. Henry you know Cavill why? To be. Because he's going back to the 1970s Superman. No. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, but the writing in Superman <laughs> Returns was not as good as the writing has been in Supergirl. No, I, I, I I'm mm-hmm. agreeing with you on that. So, you've got Cat leaving. She leaves. Jimmy's got the new job. Uh, Kara, after all the fighting and all the other stuff, goes in, and this was another like totally weak point. She goes into Snapper mm-hmm. and, and and throws a little pamphlet on his desk. Five hundred words on the Metallo fights Between with police accounts and eyewitness vetted, statements. Eyewitness and statements, and I'm like, five hundred words is three paragraphs. Yeah. I'm like, you know, that's not I a very mean, good. Yeah, article. that's a that's like a that's like an internet listicle right there. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And and he reads it and he's like, whatever. And she's like, fine, there are other outlets that'll take this. And she starts walking off like she's going to go to whatever, the Daily Planet or something. And he's like, fine, show up tomorrow. Maybe I can teach you something. <laughs> but I don't like you. And this was Kara's only good line in yeah. the episode when she says, well, I don't like you. Jerk. Oh, no, no. She said, well, I don't need you to like me, jerk guy. <laughs> and that like, that was actually the best line, the most well-delivered line she gave. And episode, his response opinion. was, oh, God, well, I even wrote it down because it made me laugh. Where is this thing? Um, I'm not going to find it. Keep talking. <laughs> well, so so that's set up and she's, you know, she's accepted in her job because he was just refusing to accept her as an employee. Yeah. Despite, you know, Kat saying, OK, this is your new job. Mm-hmm. He was like my room and, and my rules and my hires and you're not hired here so you can just leave. Uh, and and the and when we learned Cat was leaving was after that initial meeting when she goes into the you know her first day on the job with Snapper Carr as her boss and he's like get out of my newsroom you know you don't work here she goes to to Cat Grant uh, basically you know telling asking her to tell Snapper that you know hire Cat you know hire yeah. hire Kara and and Cat's like uh, no uh, you got to do this for yourself. And then this is when Kat reveals that she's leaving. They have a whole little huggy out, tearful goodbye, and, you know, so on and so forth. And then later on, Jimmy offers to tell Snapper to be nicer to her, and and, um, Kara's like, no, I need to do do it myself, which was good. Yeah. But um, after she threw down that 500-word thing and, you know, called him jerk face. Yeah, jerk guy. um, Snapper's reply was, you're as as bad at insults as as that you're reporting? Oh, like something like, come back tomorrow and we'll see if you're as bad at your insults as you are at reporting. So Yeah, Snapper had some good lines. He did. Too. Yeah. The other one, this one just made me laugh too. Mm-hmm. Um, he's talking to Kara once again. And he's like, I'm going to channel my last divorce and break you emotionally. <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> That's right. In fact... I, I think actually Snapper had better lines than even Wynn did. He did. Snapper Wins and Wynn were, were at the top. Yeah. Wynn's were funny because he was like fanboying yeah. over Superman. And, and that was pretty funny. But and he did a Yoda. So yeah. you know, bringing Star Wars in and stuff, and, which was But funny. Snapper was the best because yeah. Snapper Snapper's clearly the new cat mm-hmm. um, in, in terms of the person who's going to be a hard ass, but at the same time, like the mentor for Cat. But I hope Kara. he doesn't like become all nice like Cat did with Kara. I agree. Because that, no, I want him cantankerous and... Yeah, he needs to be... <laughs> he just needs to be... I mean, 
he he's already shown that he's he's cantankerous because he's cantankerous, but underneath that, like he's a human being. So I think there's room for that. But I agree that he cannot have the exact same relationship with Kara that Cat had with no, Kara. That would be horrible. Yeah, that that'll be bad. So yeah. This episode caps off with uh, Rando Dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> from the from the Kryptonian pop. We saw him like two or three times throughout. And yeah. one time wasn't someone just staring at him like while he was in the hospital bed? Am no, I... the only time we saw him earlier was well, maybe somebody yeah. was, but like yeah. the only meaningful time we saw him earlier was when, when they had one of those energy. power surges. Yeah. yeah, and they were like, "That this is what's happening with Rando Crypto Dude." Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the episode, Kara's sitting there. And and she's talking to him. I feel your pain. Yeah. You won't be alone when you wake up. I'll be here. And then he wakes up in a panic and he grabs her her neck. By the throat. Yeah, by the throat. Because he's freaked out, obviously. And then that's the end of the episode. So next episode, we'll get to probably find out who he is. Yeah. See if he'll be a lump interest for the season. I hope not. Uh, you got to have one, though. They're probably going to do it. Yeah. I mean, I suppose. I'm not saying that I but, want them to do it. I mean, it would be dumb for them to do it, though, because... She Kara's had a love interest herself. in Jimmy, and then she broke that <laughs> off deliberately so she could find herself. Mm-hmm. So if they turn around and, and give, like, another romantic interest right away, to me, I don't like that. I don't either. But now knowing that Jimmy is her boss, it makes sense that they broke off that relationship. Yeah. Because then you have, what do they call it, nepotism. You know? uh, is it nepotism? I think it's nepotism. Anyway, uh, fraternizing in the workplace yes. in an inappropriate ways. Not, not approved. Right, not approved. Well, one other note before we wrap this up. Were you as creeped out as I was when Superman was fighting? Texting. Oh, wait. No, no, no. no. Well, there's that. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that was like, pretty funny. Yeah. No, when Superman was in Metropolis fighting Metallo number two in fight number two when mm-hmm. he was working with Martian Manhunter. Yeah. It starts out where you just see Superman fighting him. And then there was this moment where Superman goes down because his shield, you know, goes glitchy. And you see what looks like a little super... A girl. A little a super, super girl. I, I thought it was Kara. And I'm just like, I what? I thought it was a little Kryptonian girl that was just like another rando Kryptonian showing What up. I thought was like, he was having like flashbacks to her as a little kid or something as he was dying. That's okay. what I thought. And okay. Then, and then I'm like, what? I was just like, who on? the hell is that? Well, it was the Martian Manhunter. <laughs> yeah. Why would you be hiding as a small child? No I idea. Mean, what the, it was just weird. Yeah, so there were some very weird writing decisions made in the writing room for this episode. Like, really weird. And and in my opinion, not great. No, not well wrote. And Because you can thing, have weird that is written very well. Yeah, like this, pulling the Kryptonian heart out through yeah, his back. Like, that was, that cool. was awesome. There was some really cool stuff, but there was some really weak stuff, too. And, and then, then at the end, yeah. he's like, they're texting, and and Clark says to Kara, I miss you already. I'm like, dude, that's just, I mean... Yeah, like, what? he's literally been gone for, like, five minutes <laughs> because bad. he's Superman, so yeah. he can fly super fast, and he lands, and the minute he lands in Metropolis, he texts Kara, I miss you already. And I mean, okay, if they're husband and wife, boyfriend and girlfriend, okay, maybe that's sweet, whatever, but... Which, to bring they're cousins. Up. He's got, the whole time he's been gone, he's gotten one text from Lois. <laughs> his, his wife slash girlfriend slash whatever, whatever the relationship she is. is. Yeah. Like, oh, so whatever. there's that weirdness. Yeah. One other thing we forgot to mention, uh, the relationship between John Johns and, and, and Superman. Superman is basically healed now. Because the rift was that the DEO was holding onto this kryptonite as like an ace in the hole. And after the whole, oh, guess what? The DEO lost their kryptonite, and it was used against Superman and Supergirl. They give up the kryptonite that they have. According to John Johns, it's all of the kryptonite 
that they have. That that the United States government yeah. has. So we'll see if that's true. In lead boxes yeah. given to Superman to dispose of as he sees fit. And he flies off with these two great big lead line boxes. Besides, unless there's any leftover from when Cadmus stole some. Yeah, I which I can't believe that all of it's gone in the no. two metallos that they got rid of. So... Mm-hmm. So that was episode two. Not a super strong entry, but it definitely had its high moments. So it's worth a watch for those high moments. But the story throughout the whole of the episode, I think we both agree, was pretty weak. It just mainly was leading to episode three. Yeah. Which hopefully will be a lot better and we'll find out who Rando Dude is and... Yeah, so yeah. on and so forth. And I mean, you can expect that there's going to be a couple of dud episodes in a season anyway. So if, if two is done... Season two already? I mean, well, episode two? That's so early in the season. I mean, I agree, especially when we started off really strong, because that first episode I felt was... It had it had its weak points, but overall, I really enjoyed that for that first episode. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. We'd love to know what you guys think. Let us know down in the comments, or you can tweet me at Henniotis and tweet her at K Henniotis. We will be back next week with our recap and discussion of Supergirl season two, episode three. Yep.